This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The Iowa Eminent Domain Process. As currently designed in the state of Iowa, the eminent domain process can only be stopped if the proposed taking does not meet the requirements for public purpose or public necessity. The majority of eminent domain cases in Iowa meet the requirements. This is Funnel Week at the Iowa Legislature where they decide what bills that they will take up this session. Many are concerned that the companies behind the CO2 pipelines will use eminent domain to get them built. In response, Iowa lawmakers are trying to ban all private businesses from using eminent domain. Essentially, it would further restrict use of eminent domain from just requiring a public purpose, adding that the federal or state government cannot take private property away from the owner for the use of another private party. It is directly targeting the CO2 pipeline startups. At a subcommittee hearing on Tuesday, lobbyists for the companies called the proposal unfair to investors. Landowners say eminent domain is unfair to them. The bill passed through the subcommittee Tuesday, though there will likely be changes in its wording in the future. The bill now needs committee approval before the Friday funnel deadline, according to KCCI. There will be a lot of debate as to whether it would be applied retroactively to projects already in the process. This is primarily an internal debate within the GOP, with the bill being introduced by a GOP state senator, while GOP stalwart Bruce Rastetter is the CEO of Summit Carbon Solutions, who has the support of former Iowa Governor Terry Branstad. There will be a lot of arm twisting between now and Friday. Truck boxes used as billboards were effective in public opposition to the Rock Island power line, which failed to acquire enough voluntary easements to gain eminent domain approval from the utilities board. Now it is being used against the CO2 pipeline companies. The opposition to proposed CO2 pipelines is being mostly managed by the Iowa chapter of the Sierra Club, which in my opinion, based on the website of the national organization, is a left-wing anti-commercial agriculture environmental group. That will be further discussed in a subsequent report. The Sierra Club says that carbon capture and sequestration is a false solution for a number of reasons. They say the pipelines connect ethanol and fertilizer plants in Iowa where Summit takes oil to a pipeline in North Dakota. And Navigator does likewise that leads to Illinois where the CO2 will be used for enhanced oil recovery. Summit says that their CO2 will not be used for oil production. In a study conducted by the U.S. Department of Agriculture, they assert that ethanol production has become more efficient and currently emits on average 40% less CO2 than gasoline. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm says that CO2 capture will be necessary to reach zero net emissions. She sees the CO2 carbon pipelines as an opportunity and is bullish about them. From the Gazette, 31 ethanol plants, including 12 in Iowa, already have signed long-term contracts with Summit, spokesman Jesse Harris told the Gazette. By transporting carbon emissions from the factories, Ethanol producers can adhere to low-carbon fuel standards in various states or countries. The company is ruling out sequestering permission from regulators to use the power of eminent domain if landowners do not agree to the easement. When the State Utilities Board in 2016 granted the power of eminent domain to construct a Dakota Access crude oil pipeline, the issue went to the Iowa Supreme Court, which ruled in the pipeline's favor. 
I think it's going to be something that we discussed as this project goes forward, Harris said. Our hope is that we won't have to use eminent domain, but we'll see how that process plays out, unquote. Should the project pass through all the necessary regulatory requirements at the county, state, and federal levels, Summit is eyeing 2023 for the start of construction and 2024 for the beginning of operations. As I previously noted, these CO2 pipeline companies will have to deal with all the sins of pipeline projects that have gone before them. They will have to obtain a majority of their easements voluntarily against organized opposition, which is no small feat. The Summit Carbon CO2 pipeline passes through several of our family properties. I am sharing some of the fact-finding and perspective from both sides that I have been doing. The Sierra Club continues its attack on carbon capture and sequestration charging. Beyond the economics, corporate control, climate, environmental, and land use issues, there's a human cost or risk from this pipeline. A recent CO2 pipeline break in Mississippi led to mass poisoning of one community and is still under investigation, unquote. The third segment of this report will address pipeline safety. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 